What's going on, everyone in the world? This is DJ here with the Torres Podcast. Uh, this is a brand new podcast. Uh, just bringing you basically anything that I want to talk about. Um, so whether that be professional wrestling, comic books, anime, manga, um, I don't know, movies, just anything. Anything that I want to talk about because this is my podcast. And I'm going to do and say whatever the hell I want to say and, and do. Um, so with that being said. What I want to talk about today is, of course, WrestleMania 36. Now, um, if you are a professional wrestling fan, then you know that WrestleMania 36, or let me just WrestleMania in general, is like this huge wrestling event every year. Uh, it has been that way since the 80s. Um, Vince McMahon, the owner of the WWE, has Always, always, always try to make it feel special in some kind of way, um, except the, for the fact that this year, he kind of went the wrong way about it. So um, if you've been living under a rock for the past few days, let me fill you in. We have this global pandemic going around called COVID-19 or the coronavirus. Um, of course, that started out in China uh, because they were like cooking some shit and some bats and you know the bats got like they did some shit to some some shit that was being cooked or something i don't know i don't know the full story behind it nor do i care i just know that it is here uh, and it has shut down pretty much a lot of stuff um in the world uh can't you know city uh, states and shit are on lockdown can't really go nowhere like everything's closed pretty much um people are acting stupid and and buying a bunch of shit just to buy it, uh, and leaving, like, absolutely nothing for the next person, it's just, it's crazy, and I just want to tell everyone out there, um, smarten up with the way that you're doing shit, uh, as far as this virus goes, please, because a lot of you are being selfish when it comes to stuff, but anyways, I digress, uh, so back to what this has to do with WrestleMania, so because of this virus, uh, like I said, a lot of, um, live events are, canceled due to the fact that they cannot have uh a crowd of like more than 10 people or 200 people or something like that i can't remember the exact number but if you know uh like i said uh about wrestlemania it tends to have uh 60 to 100,000 people like you know every year depending on the venue that they are or the stadium that they're at actually because they, they do stadium shows now um and so with that like i mean it's uh it's it's a it's a huge event and and a lot of people thought that this year because of the virus that maybe it should have been postponed uh up until like the summer or the fall time because uh i mean it like i said it's, it's just their biggest biggest event they have some really great matches that they've got planned uh for the show this year uh which i'm gonna of course go over um at the time of this uh recording there are 16 shows uh and for the first time uh it will be over the course of two nights saturday and sunday um if you guys watched the tokyo dome show earlier this year you saw that um new japan had their wrestle kingdom over two nights something that they hadn't done in the past few years that they used to do and this was something that a lot of people were calling for vince mcmahon to um initiate 
as far as WrestleMania goes, because I think starting with 32, which was the one I went to, it lasted like eight hours. Uh, it didn't end to almost midnight. And a lot of people were mad and tired. A lot of people missed their transits home and stuff like that. Had to wait out. It was raining that day, if I recall. Um, and then just as the years gone by, like I said, I went to 32, 34. Uh, and it's the same thing. Uh, it, they're just super, super long events. Um, and I think the, 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 the fact that they're putting it over two nights is probably the smartest thing. Um, but again, it just comes at the wrong time or the wrong year. Uh, just because, you know, like the virus. I mean, there's, there's no other way to put it. You're putting people at risk. You're, you're jeopardizing your show from being a generally good, good to great show. Um, and you're, you know, you've got people dropping out, uh, you know, uh, that I'll talk about later. You've got people that had to be quarantined and stuff like that. So, uh, anyways, that is just the gist of what is going on right now. As far as the show goes, let's, let's actually hop into the show. So, like I said, there are 16 matches currently advertised for the show. Of course, um, right now they haven't announced like any of the massive changes due to people not being able to attend or, and, um, uh, or because I guess they don't want to ruin storylines or something. I don't know. Storylines are already ruined. But anyways, so we'll start with, um, a match that, uh, I'll go over the matches that are currently, that I know for a fact haven't been changed. And then I'll touch on the ones that I know have been changed just based off rumors and stuff like that. Um, but let me touch, let me say this for night one, I really hope that they do it right and make the main event like Randy Orton versus Edge. And then night two, they have Brock Lesnar and uh, Drew Galloway or McIntyre or whatever you want to call them. Now, I know the issue with these two matches is these were like the two anticipated matches because you're finally most likely going to get Drew to win the world title which was going to be awesome because it's something that he has been working on his whole career and then you're going to have of course the return of uh, the radar superstar edge uh and his very first singles match back uh because he returned at the royal rumble which was of course down here in houston that i attended as well so uh that's just what i want to happen um apparently though the becky lynch and Shayna baszler match is supposed to be the main event of night one and uh, they haven't really decided on the main event of night two yet. So we'll see if that turns out to be true and what happens with all of that. All right. So let's touch on, uh, like I said, the matches that I know to be true. Uh, and we're just like I said, I don't know the order of the matches because a lot hasn't really been said. The, the spoilers have been kind of tight lipped um, with the exception of like who's been dropping out and stuff like that. Uh, I have seen some spoilers that show the winners of the matches. Not sure how true those are, uh, but if they do turn out to be true, then it's kind of whack as to what I saw. But I'm not going to base my predictions off of those spoilers that I did see. So I will start with uh, a Rio Ripley versus Charlotte Flair. That is going to be for the NXT Women's Championship. Uh, so let that sink in. The Royal Rumble winner. Okay. The Royal Rumble winner of 2020 of the women's Royal Rumble match is challenging for the NXT women's champion. Like that is crazy. And I understand why they did that. 
They wanted to make the NXT the NXT brand as a whole kind of feel more important without actually having one of their uh, men challenge for the NXT men's title because they're not going to send Roman Reigns to NXT and just say, hey, I'm Cole, I'm next. Or they weren't going to have, you know, Drew McIntyre uh, eliminate Brock Lesnar the way he did only to challenge um, Adam Cole for the belt. Um, so the only other possible way was to have Charlotte win, which I didn't agree on, but they did anyway. Um, so they have her win. And uh, a lot of people were like, God, is she really going to face uh, Becky Lynch or Bailey again? Like, that's why they gave her a win. Um, and then, of course, the rumors came out that she would probably challenge for the NXT title. And that is, of course, what is happening. Um, as for the match itself, uh, I, I, I'm hoping it's good. Like, it's kind of weird to – because a crowd really makes a match when you think about it. Hogan Rock? If, if they did Hogan Rock in front of no crowd, that match would have sucked. Um, but the fact that they had that Toronto crowd, um, like, that was just fantastic. It was fantastic for them to have that Toronto crowd uh, for Hogan Rock. Because without it, like I said, it just it just would have it would have sucked. And I think it would have been crapped on. Um, so that's kind of what I see. Uh, like a lot of. And, and this is not a dig to, to any of the talent because Charlotte and, and Rhea are, are phenomenal talents. No matter how much of annoyed I get by Charlotte Flair, she is a phenomenal talent. So I think they can put on a very good match. Um, it's just, like I said, the fact that there's no crowd is really going to kill this WrestleMania, uh, in my opinion. Uh, this could turn out to be the worst WrestleMania since WrestleMania 32, which was like poo, and I was there, like I said. But anyways, I hope. My prediction right now is for Rhea to retain um, and then uh, just go back to NXT and move back into a feud with whoever wins that that uh, ladder match, which honestly I think is going to be Bianca Belair uh, because I think Triple H is just very high up on her. They can also go Charlotte versus Bianca, but are they really going to move Charlotte to Wednesday nights, uh, you know, just to uh, hope that she can pop a rating? Because let's be real, like, Charlotte, yeah, she's cool and all, but she's not like a mega star to give them that huge, huge advantage um, over AEW. Like, you know, when people think that could happen. Like, I don't, I just, I, I don't see that happening at all. Uh, so I, I just, I think Charlotte loses. And I think uh, Paul Heyman gets to keep um, Charlotte Flair. And uh, we get, of course, Rhea and Bianca uh, in another feud again, which I'll be honest, I, I don't really care for that. I'm not a Bianca Belair fan, so I don't really too much care for that. But like I said, I can see them going that route. Um, I think that... Rhea should probably feud with, like, Dakota Kai. Um, maybe Dakota takes the belt and moves on to a feud with Tegan Knox, Or they could do Tegan Knox and Charlotte. I don't know. There's a lot of possibilities. But I'm going to stick with Rhea for this for this pick. Um, partly because I'm a Rhea fan. All right. So then we have Brock Lesnar and Drew McIntyre uh, for the WWE title. Like I said, this should be one of the main events uh, for, the, for whichever night. It does not matter. Uh, just as long as it's one of the main events. How long does this match go, right? That's always a question in a Brock Lesnar match. Everybody uh, was like, oh, Brock Lesnar is going, not gonna, you know, because he's been, he worked like 
literally all of January, worked some of February, did a match with Ricochet, completely destroyed Ricochet, and everyone still shits on this man. But I think I think this match is probably going to be from five to seven minutes, and I think it'll be like a hard-hitting match. I think Brock will uh, give Drew a lot of offense. I think I actually think it'll probably go back and forth. Um, I really, really hope that it goes somewhat similar to his Roman Reigns match that he had at WrestleMania 31, uh, where it was like 15 or 18 minutes, I think, um, where like Brock was in control and then Roman made his comeback towards the end. Um, and then we got, of course, got to the finish where Seth Rollins cashed in. Of course, that cannot happen. Um, so, uh, you know, kudos, you know, we're not gonna, we're not gonna have that happen. But I think that we should get a 15-minute match between these two. I think uh, everyone needs to be reminded yet again because it, it seems like every time Brock goes out there and has a freaking, like, fantastic match, he can come back and do a squash, and everyone is just like, oh, see, this is why we don't like Brock because he doesn't wrestle or he can't wrestle. And it's like, bro, he just had this fucking fantastic match and now you're, you're complaining because he wants to go out and just do a squash like he's a he's a huge huge individual why can't he have squashes you know every every now and then um so honestly i see brock lesnar retaining the belt um i see brock not dropping the title in front of like zero people uh, there was a rumor that he got into it with Vince over the fact that Vince did not want to postpone WrestleMania. Um, and that's just more of like, who's the more alpha? I think those two respect the hell out of each other. But of course, there's always reports of them getting into it. Vince is like in his 70s. So if I was Vince, like, I'd shut the fuck up and listen to Brock. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't want, he don't want to catch them hands, especially now with Brock. I don't want to catch them hands. Um, so I think. I think Brock retains, and they maybe work to a SummerSlam Survivor Series. Hell, they can even rematch next year at WrestleMania, uh, and I wouldn't be too mad at that. Uh, but I think the fact that you want to crown Drew McIntyre in front of no fans, I think is ridiculous. Um, I think that is probably the worst choice that you could go with. I think keeping the belt on Brock is probably the best choice. I don't care who it pisses off. If fans want to, like, get their panties in a bunch or whatever, um, I think keeping the belt on Brock Lesnar is the best thing to do, uh, just because of circumstances that we currently have right now. Like I said, if it was in front of 70,000-plus fans or whatever, like, that would have that would have been fine to crown Drew as the champion. All right, so now we're going to get into um, the Universal title match. So there's a lot going on with this match. It's already been confirmed that Roman Reigns has pulled out of the match due to uh, health concerns because, of course, he did have two battles with leukemia. Um, this virus is basically uh, super strong to attack people who have, like, a weaker immune system. And because of his, his cancer battles, of course, he does have a weaker immune system. Um, so that being said... Roman Reigns right now is apparently being replaced by Braun Strowman. That has not been confirmed at all. Tonight is Friday Night SmackDown. I am reporting this before SmackDown. I am going to believe those rumors because they have been reported on by a bunch of wrestling outlets. Um, and a lot of them are credible. I would have preferred for them to go with like Matt Riddle or someone from NXT to bring them up. And, you know, you could have made a moment out of that. 
Uh, but Braun Strowman kind of makes sense. So uh, Braun Strowman kind of recently went on Twitter and like made these comments about how people should get better jobs because you know they shouldn't be asking other people for help or whatever because he's he doesn't need any, any help. Whatever. Braun's a fucking idiot for that comment. This therefore, I think Braun will beat Goldberg in probably like a two minute, three minute match. He'll beat Goldberg and. I really see him turning heel again um, and then picking up the Braun Strowman and Roman Reigns uh, feud like they had from 2017 to early 2018. Um, or shit, even up until later 2018 because they turned Braun heel then and then they immediately turned him back face when, when Roman uh, had the, uh, the, the cancer. Um, so I, like I said, I just, I just see them going that route. Uh, because again, Braun made some stupid comments. I think he'll get booed for those comments once fans come back and they remember, like, oh, you remember when Braun basically shit on everyone with a shitty job, um, during uh, hard times? Uh, because he just forgets, like, he was 25, I believe, when the WWE signed him. Um, they plucked him out of bodybuilding, uh, they pretty much plucked him from obscurity and brought him in and said you are our guy you are our you are our big guy that we're gonna invest in and he makes a shit ton of money you know so for him to just say some stupid shit like he said like it's it's whatever you know but uh yeah i see them turning him heel um two-face roman because they could never turn roman heel why because the dude had cancer, he had to drop the belt, and now he had to pull out from reclaiming the belt that he had to give up to cancer because of his fear from having cancer from a to contracting a new virus. Like, you can't turn this man heel. It's impossible. Now, let's be honest. Had this match gone through in front of a live crowd, it would have been shat on. I'm sorry to any Roman fan out there, to anyone who thinks Roman deserves you like praise just because he fought leukemia but he he would have gotten shat on like the booze were there the booze were coming back the booze were back at the royal rumble you know uh except for his match with corbin because no one likes corbin you know corbin's a fucking dweeb <clears throat> but yeah man uh so this match is like it's a it's a it's a it's a thing you know um now, of course, the rumor is Goldberg's kind of, like, too expensive to keep around, which is why they're going to take the belt off of him. But do you really need Goldberg around? <clears throat> like, even if he does retain the belt, like, don't you want to get to that Roman Reigns and Goldberg match like that? Like, yeah, it, uh, the way they got to it was shitty, and the match will probably be shitty, but that's a really big match. That's Goldberg, Goldberg, you know? Versus your top, well, your sort of top guy that you have now. Uh, so, uh, I mean, it sucks that that match will probably never have uh, again, unless they just redo some of the big matches again next year, uh, if it's possible to do anything next year still. So, you know, we don't know anything yet. Uh, but anyways, I digress. I think Braun Strowman is going to take the belt. Let's move on to uh, Becky Lynch and Shayna Baszler. The one match that I'm super hyped for that I really wish was in front of a crowd because <sighs> last year I was so hyped for uh, Ronda and Becky. And then, of course, they threw Ronda, Charlotte, and Becky. And then that match kind of turned out to be, like, not so great. And then you had 
uh, Becky, Shayna, and <clears throat> Bailey at at uh, Survivor Series, right? And that match kind of turned out to be a dud. So, like, ugh, I really hope they don't let me down because these are two of my favorites, especially Saint Shayna Baszler. Uh, she just, like, instantly became one of my favorites uh, after she debuted in the Mae Young Classic. She is a phenomenal talent. I think they can do so much with her, especially when Ronda comes back. You can have Ronda come back as a babyface. Of course, that probably won't last long, but you could try to have her come back as a babyface. Face Shayna, and you, there's a huge match right there. Or, of course, you can just have Ronda come back as a heel, and you bring up uh, Marina Shafir and Jessamyn Duke from NXT, because I don't know where the hell they went when Shayna got her call up. But you can bring them up, and then they can, of course, um, go ahead and just have that that awesome feud with, with the other, the other four horsewomen. You have the four horsewomen versus the four horsewomen. And, uh, I think that would be a very, very, very fantastic match, um, with those four. But anyways, I really, uh, the way that have the way the shit happened on Raw with like Shayna taking out Becky, I think Becky's retaining and she's been name dropping Ronda so much that I think Ronda's going to come back, uh, sooner, uh, rather than later. And, feud with Becky, while Shayna kind of takes a back seat to that, <clears throat> I mean, she probably acts as Ronda's, like, you know, a power person or something, I don't know, and then maybe you split them up down the line, and you have those two go at it, I don't know, um, but I, I really see that, I really see uh, Becky taking this one as well, like, not too many title changes that I'm kind of predicting here, because of the, 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 severity of the show um but anyways guys i'm gonna take a quick break here uh and i will be right back with the rest of this prediction and uh yeah i'll see you guys in just a few minutes everybody we are back from the little break that i just took and we are going to continue discussing wrestlemania 36 uh so we just left off with um becky lynch and Shayna baszler uh let's move on to john cena versus the fiend bray wyatt now i have a ton of issues with this match the first one being that it is a toned down house of horrors match it's going to be called the firefly funhouse match um, another thing being that Bray Wyatt wrestled as Bray Wyatt against The Miz, right? Because he was someone that he didn't wrestle in, like, a full-on, uh, feud back in the day. Uh, but he wrestled against Goldberg as The Fiend, uh, someone who has not wronged, uh, the Bray Wyatt character in the past, um, and then, of course, he lost to Goldberg for the Universal title. Uh, that is probably the biggest thing about this match that I hate, uh, is the fact that it's not for the Universal title. Uh, if it was my booking, and if it was my company, I would have had Bray keep the title uh, and go on to face Cena for the story being that Cena is trying to get his 17th world title. Uh, and that would have been in a regular-ass wrestling match. 
I understand why they're doing the Firefly Funhouse match because there is no crowd, so they want to do something different for this match. Uh, but even with that, I would have had turned this into a number one contender match. Uh, and then I would have had Bray beat Cena or Cena beat Bray. It does not matter at this point. Um, and then one of them take the belt off of Goldberg. Or I would have had Bray beat Goldberg first and then face Cena and beat Cena. Uh, either way, this match I have lost all kinds of interest in. Uh, yeah, they have they cut like two decent, really good promos, actually. Um, and then ever since then, like, it hasn't really been anything. Uh, so as far as prediction-wise, Bray has to win, right? Like, he just lost to fucking Goldberg. Uh, his booking, like, yeah, his promos have been off the chart. The character is fantastic. But his booking, like, his big, big booking... Like, his match with Rollins was garbage. Like, it was poo-poo because of the booking. His second match with Rollins was boo-boo because of the Saudi Arabia booking. They booked him uh, to win in Saudi because the Saudi prince wanted a title change, apparently. And so he wanted Bray to win, Bray got built, whatever. Um, and then, of course, he had the booking... Uh, Against Daniel Bryan, which, in, in my opinion, was, like, probably the greatest that he's been booked in a very long time. Uh, just Bray in general. Um, and probably ever since his first uh, Daniel Bryan uh, feud. is probably the last time before this uh, past Daniel Bryan thing was, like, his best thing. Right? He had some great matches with Bray, or uh, with Daniel. And then, of course, he went into the Goldberg, and that was, like, shit. Um... So the booking of Bray is just beyond me. They don't know how to book him correctly. He knows how to work his character as far as his promos and his style goes. That's fine. But, um, like, the booking of Bruce Prichard, who is over SmackDown, um, and Vince McMahon, who's over everything, <clears throat> it's just baffling. And I just it's just something I, I will probably never understand. Um, like I said, like, Bray has to win because – Cena beat him at 30, and then look where his career went from there. He beat him, and then Bray went into, yeah, he went to a feud with, like, Roman. He lost that one. He went into a feud with Ambrose, and he won that one, and that's only because Ambrose was looked at as the weak link of the shield by Vince, and because Bray was heading into a feud with The Undertaker that he lost twice in that same year. Um, like, other than that, like, what has he really done? He had a feud with Finn Balor twice. Um, the first one was supposed to be him dressed as Sister Abigail, and it was retarded. Um, thankfully, that didn't happen uh, due to him getting sick around that time. Uh, you know, no, it sucks that he got sick at that time, but whatever. Um, and then he feuded with Balor upon returning as the Fiend. So, like, his, just, his booking has just not been fantastic. Um, and I really hope that they book this correctly. I hope they book the match as a whole correctly. This House of Horrors was terrible with him and Randy Orton. So, hopefully this Firefly Funhouse is more akin to a parking lot brawl kind of style. Like, you know, like the shit that John Cena used to do with, like, Eddie Guerrero and shit. That shit was dope. Hopefully they do that with this. And it's just a brawl and not some stupid hologram hocus pocus mumbo jumbo bullshit 
which I really have a fear that it is going to be that. Um, and if that does happen, I mean, God, that's going to suck, right? That's going to really, really suck if that happens. Um, so hopefully that doesn't happen and Bray comes out on top. Here's my prediction. He's going to come out on top because I think Cena has to go promote. Well, shit, he doesn't even have to promote it anymore. <clears throat> he was supposed to be promoting Fast and the Furious 9, but that kind of got pushed back, so he's not promoting that right now. So I don't know. And all movie productions are shut down, so maybe he does stick around for a little bit for like more tapings and stuff. Maybe this was like a blessing for Vince McMahon to just have John Cena stay around. I don't know. I don't. Maybe he goes into a few with Braun, and maybe John Cena does win. I have no idea. But my prediction as of now is Bray Wyatt. Uh, SmackDown Women's Championship match. We have Lacey, ba- uh, Bailey, Sasha, and Naomi and Tamina. I- I'll be honest with you, this match does not interest me at all. I don't care for Naomi. I don't care for Lacey Evans, and I sure as hell don't care for Tamina. I only care for Sasha and Bailey, which should have been a singles match, but. Just like every other time that it looks like these two are going to feud with each other, it just gets dragged the fuck out and goes nowhere and leads to fucking pointless multiple-person matches. Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand why they can't book these two to just be in a feud. Triple H did it during their NXT days. And Vince McMahon just seems like he does not give a fuck to book these two in a full-fledged feud. I don't understand it. Apparently, the rumor is that he wanted to hold off on it because he felt like there wasn't a, uh, enough time to tell a story between these two. And it's like, dude, you held off on this feud since 2016. Like, we're in 2020. It's four years. Four fucking years, Vince. And you still have not figured out how to book these two in a fucking feud. I, 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 I don't understand why he cannot book these two. So, that's all I have to say about that match. I think Bailey retains, and that's it. I'm moving on. Taker and Styles, I was so excited for this match until they announced it was a boneyard match, which kind of sounds like a buried alive match to me. Uh, and that's probably what it's going to be, like a buried alive casket kind of match. <clears throat> and I just think they didn't use buried alive or, or boneyard because of, of the coronavirus that's going on, and they didn't want to, like, you know, have people be like, oh, it's so insensitive, even though it's professional wrestling, and professional wrestling is always insensitive, like it's been insensitive since the dawn of time, um, so it just, I don't know, a hopeless match, from, AJ did like some kind of interview where he said that the match takes place in a ring, but that there are other aspects of the match, uh, I really wanted this to just be a singles match, I kind of understand why they haven't, AJ has kind of slowed down over the past year, like, he's getting older, of course. You know, he's had multiple injuries. I, I know he wants to, uh, per, you know, uh, uh, like, not waste so many bumps now. But this is a match with The Undertaker. This actually was a match that should have happened, what, three years ago in 2017 when AJ still had the belt. That was, like, the rumored match. They even did it to where Taker got into his face, like, uh, a few days before that Survivor Series that he was not even a part of. Where the story went nowhere, he said he was going to, you know, take his revenge out on anyone who cost SmackDown the match, which I think SmackDown lost that match, if I'm not mistaken. No, 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 they won, right? Because Randy Orton and Bray were like the last two. Um, 
But in that, in that match, like, AJ and Dean were going at it and shit. Anyway, it just led to nowhere, and it's something that should have happened because that was the, the current rumor until they decided to give Cena his 16th win that absolutely meant nothing. Um, and now we, here we are. We are getting the American Badass Phenom. I think we're going to get a hybrid of the American Badass and the Phenom at WrestleMania. It would be fucking dope if he came out on, on the motorcycle, but I highly doubt it. I think we are still getting the... Gong and Deadman uh, theme song, uh, which is weird because on Twitter, the WWE account actually posted lyrics of the American Badass song pertaining to AJ Styles saying like AJ Styles has done it now, you know, this, this and that, however the song goes. And, I, and then uh, the, the promo that Taker cut was like an American Badass style promo. Like it wasn't his slow, methodical typing or typing, speaking. Um that he does with his Phenom character. Of course, he still added the rest in peace in there, but I think he was also doing that with American Badass. Uh, so it's just, it's weird. It's it's so, it's weird as how this feud has played out, and I'm kind of disappointed with how it's played out, but at the same time excited with how it's played out because I really want these two to have a match. So it's just, it's just a weird dynamic. Hopefully this isn't the only match these two have. Now, Undertaker did say something about the Holy Trinity, right? And bring Gallows Anderson. He's gonna destroy them with the Holy Trinity. I think he's probably bringing in Big Show and Kane. Big Show, uh, Big Show and Kane. But then again, Kane's like the the mayor or something of like Knoxville or out of county or some shit. I don't know. So I don't know what's gonna happen in this match. What I do think is that the Undertaker wins <clears throat> because this isn't his retirement. He should have had his fucking retirement after he did the whole leave the coat and shit in the ring with Roman, but that didn't happen. He ended up coming back and teaming with Roman, which makes no sense. He fucking should have retired after WrestleMania 30 when he lost the streak. Taker's never retiring until he dies. I mean, he's my, he is my absolute favorite, but it's already time for him to go. And uh, poor AJ, he has been like really just the loser of this feud. Like he lost to Taker, he lost to uh, Black and, um, Looks like he's going to lose to Taker again. Uh, Kevin Owens and Seth Rollins. Man, I, I will be honest. I was so excited for this feud when it first started back in November. Like, that's what, December, January, February, March, April. That's five months that these two have been feuding. That's crazy. And they haven't had one single match. That is the way you tell a fucking story, guys. Paul Heyman has done it the right way. He started this, like, I think the week of Survivor Series. And here we are paying it off at WrestleMania, like, that is fantastic storytelling, the only thing is they did too many damn multi-man tag matches with these guys, and I was just, like, after that, at, like, after the, the fifth one, I was like, okay, I'm, I'm, I'm tapped out of this feud already, um, hopefully, I think, I, I think these two can put on a great match, um, especially right now, I think Vince will probably just tell him, you know, hey, just go out and wrestle, because, like, it looks like he eased up on the on the promos a lot, so hopefully he's eased up on the wrestling. And if that's the case, man, I think these two will probably have match of the night. Um, well, you know what? There's Red Edge and Randy Orton, but I, I think like this is just a straight up singles tag, uh, singles uh, wrestling match. So I think they will have match of the night in that aspect, and I think uh, Owens comes out with a win um, because like. 
if if Brock is beating Drew, then Brock needs a challenger, right? So why not just put Owens in that spot? We've already seen Seth be champion and shit like that, and it just failed miserably because he's a fucking idiot uh, on social media. So let ha- let's have Brock beat Drew, and Kevin Owens can be the challenger for that up until you know they decide that uh, we can have people back in the in the, in the damn. Uh, arenas, and then you can move back to uh, Brock and um, Drew. Uh, Street Profits and Angel Garza are uh, awesome theory. Again, another match I don't care for. I think Street Profits take it. Um, it was supposed to be Andrade. He's out with a, a rib injury. Um, the fun fact, that was actually supposed to be a four-way United States title match, but Ray got quarantined, and now Andrade, of course, is out with a uh, rib injury. And Umberto Carrillo is a loser who's absolutely doing nothing. So you guys remember that. Umberto Carrillo is a loser. All right. Uh, Edge and Randy Orton uh, in a last man standing match. This feud has been phenomenal. The the promos, Orton, RKO and Beth Phoenix, Edge's return, just everything. I did not know these two were that close with each other in real life. But the story behind everything, the real life drama into it, just everything. This is a pro wrestling story. These two have hit it out of the fucking park. Like this, this is why I, I always praise Randy Orton to anyone that I talk wrestling to. Randy Orton is without a shadow of a doubt, the best fucking wrestler in the world. That is my opinion. I am sticking to it. I do not care if people say Okada or Omega or AJ or Seth or or fucking Cody or Sammy or Jericho or Tanahashi or fucking Dick Flipper guy or Orange Cassidy or the Invisible Man or the fucking Broomstick. I don't care what you guys say. In my opinion, Randy Orton is the best professional wrestler in the entire fucking world. And this feud has shown it. This man, like when he gives a fuck, he shows you why he is the absolute fucking best. Edge is one of the top as well. And he is showing you guys that he has not lost a fucking beat in these past nine, past what? Yeah, nine years, nine. Yeah, nine years, nine fucking years. This guy has been out. And he has shown everyone that he is still a fucking promo king. And hopefully on Saturday or Sunday, he shows everyone that he still has the fucking go in the ring. I cannot wait for this match. It is last man standing. They can just brawl all around the the performance center. This is going to be the best match of the weekend. Yes, Seth Rollins and, and Kevin Owens can be like match of the night, right? For whichever night they go on, but like for the entire weekend, this, I guarantee you, this is going to be the match that everyone talks about. Randy Orton and Edge. It, it's, it's, it's simple. Rand, Randy Orton and Edge. Randy fucking Orton and Edge. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm super, super excited for this match. Super, 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 super excited. All right. Now, uh, we are getting closer to the end uh, of the, the match list here. And um, there, like I said, are a lot of matches that were um, canceled or are going to be canceled and changed. Um, and then, uh, so, I'm, I, like I said, there's just a few more matches to, to touch on. And I want to touch on um, the rest of the matches that haven't been changed. And then, like I said, I'll, I'll get to the ones that 
are going to be changed. Uh, I did touch on one that was going to be changed as far as Goldberg and, 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 and Reigns, but that's just because it was a more important match. Uh, we have Elias and King Corbin, another match I don't care about. I think Corbin wins. Um, the Kabuki Warriors versus Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross. Are Nikki Cross, I mean, the way it's been set up, I think that Nikki Cross and Alexa Bliss like get the titles back and maybe Asuka turns on Sane and we get a feud between them. This is also another match I don't care about, which is really hard for me to say because I love Asuka so much. Maybe we get Asuka back into the, the women's title picture this year. Hopefully we do because I would love to see her face uh, either Ronda Rousey or Shayna Baszler. Uh, but again, I think uh, Alexa Bliss and Nikki Cross take that one. Um, we have Sami Zayn, or I'm sorry, we have Otis versus Dolph Ziggler, which has probably been like one of the best stories, uh, going around WWE period. Um, this also started a while back, uh, probably like late December, early December, something like that. It started with, uh, Mandy and, and, uh, Otis and then Dolph just got into it, which is crazy. It took a virus, a virus to give Dolph Ziggler his first WrestleMania singles match. Crazy, just beyond crazy. Um, that's awesome. Uh, I see Otis winning. I think they're gonna have a feel good moment. I think uh, Mandy Rose will learn that Sonya Deville and Dolph Ziggler like were behind everything, and then she finally gets with Otis. I, I think that's what happens. I think that's what should happen. I think that's what a lot of viewers want to see happen uh, because Otis is just like he's he's just beyond beyond entertaining. Um, and so I, I, I just see that happening um, with this match. Uh, all right. So that was the last match that I think was, will not be changed. Um, Sami Zayn versus Daniel Bryan for the Intercontinental title. There, Bree said something about Daniel Bryan having to quarantine himself. Now, SmackDown was taped, so maybe his quarantine period is over and he could still make this match. If that does happen, I see Daniel Bryan winning the Intercontinental title. Uh, if you guys remember, that was the belt that he last held before retiring and uh, or stop. He stopped wrestling in 2015. Was it 15? It was man, I can't. I, I got my dates all mixed up, but I think that was the last belt he held. And then he got injured in a match against uh, Sheamus and no, not Sheamus. Was it Cesaro and? And the kid and Tyson kid, I think that was the match, or or it was like a house show with him and Sheamus, something like that. Either way, he got another concussion and they pulled him, and then of course he he did his whole retirement or whatever. Um, hopefully Brian's good to go because I think him and Zayn can put on a great match. I was really hoping it was Shinsuke Nakamura and Daniel Bryan, but for some reason, Vince McMahon does not like Shins, does not like Shinsuke Nakamura very much. So there's that. So. That match could potentially be changed. Again, if it's not changed, I think Daniel Bryan takes it. Um, Aleister Black and Bobby Lashley. There was a rumor that Lashley uh, flew to South Africa, flew back, and now he's in quarantine because of fear of the virus, so he will not be making a show. They're still advertising this match. Hopefully they find a replacement for Lashley because I think uh, uh, Black should still work the show. He's a phenomenal talent. Um, if it was my guess, I think he's going to get involved in the Undertaker and Styles match if he does not have a match. However, if he does have a match, just bring someone from like NXT and, you know, they could have, like WrestleMania's already filmed. So this is just me, you know, like speculating. Maybe they, they pulled someone from NXT and, and filmed that match. Or I, I have no idea what happened. 
but again, like I said, Lashley uh, is, is quarantined. Um, and then the final match uh, that we are talking about here is uh, the Miz and Morrison versus New Day versus the Usos. This was supposed to be a ladder match uh, for the tag team titles, but the Miz got sick, so they had to pull him off of the show. And apparently the rumor is John Morrison taking on one of the Usos in the ladder match. I'm not sure if that's still for the tag titles, but if that's the case, and that would be dumb, why don't they just put, why don't they keep one of the New Day members in? I don't know what the hell's going on with the SmackDown tag title match, but um, my guess is that because Miz is sick, there will be a title change. Uh, they can't put the belts back on the New Day, right? Because they, they, they lost them, like, did they? Yeah, they lost them to Miz and Morrison like a month ago, a month and a half ago. But can they really put the belts on the Usos with them like constantly getting in trouble for their drinking and driving? I, this is like there's so much stuff that's going on. It's it's just it's it's weird. Um, so for this match, I really don't have a prediction, but I'll just say the New Day gets the titles back somehow. I, I'm not completely sure what what's going on with that. Um, one thing I do want to say is I'm surprised that Jeff Hardy isn't on this card, um, like against anyone, actually, like I would have had Jeff Hardy face Baron Corbin instead of like Elias versus Corbin. Who thought the, who the hell thought that was a WrestleMania match? Like why, 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 why was that considered to be a WrestleMania match? That, that doesn't make any, any sense to me. Any. Anyways, uh, that does it for the for the for the predictions. Um, I will come back in a few short minutes uh, to wrap this podcast up. And uh, yeah, see you guys in just a few short minutes. All right, guys, we are back, and uh, I just want to wrap this up. Like, this is going to be probably the weirdest WrestleMania to ever happen, um, unless next year's WrestleMania is weird as well, but, uh, hopefully they keep the two-day format, um, Saturday and Sunday, like, they don't really need to do a Hall of Fame, I mean, if they really feel like they should do a Hall of Fame, uh, do it, like, a week before WrestleMania, um, takeovers, I think you can move takeovers back to Wednesday, or not really, because then you have to deal with, um, you'd have to deal with freaking USA, so uh, maybe do TakeOver. You could do TakeOver and um, the Hall of Fame the weekend before WrestleMania, right? You can do TakeOver, uh, the Hall of Fame that Saturday. You can do TakeOver that Sunday. And then, of course, the next week you have your two-day WrestleMania because WrestleMania is super-duper long as it is. Um, and so I think that's what they should do going forward. Just keep it as a two-day format. Um, it'll make it easier to watch, maybe, because four hours per day is kind of is, is still kind of too much. So we'll see what they do next year. Hopefully everything can get back to normal by the summer uh, because I, I enjoy wrestling. I love wrestling. I want to get back to training. I want to get back to potentially having matches this year. Uh, my goal was to uh, eventually wrestle for uh, the 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 guys that I train with, um, and just try to somehow get my name out there. Of course, the, the virus just, just put a halt to a lot of stuff this year. And, um, 
that's very, very unfortunate. Uh, for everyone that's at home, you know, just do what you got to do to, to stay safe. Uh, you don't necessarily have to stay home. I'm not saying that. Uh, I don't stay home. Uh, I work. And then on the weekends, you know, we give we have people come over. We hang out uh, with our friends and family. Uh, we've been to the park a few times to go on a walk. Uh, we go outside in the backyard to play with, with um, our kids, our, our, our older kid. Uh, you know, like, don't let the virus completely ruin your day-to-day life. I understand that there's, like, a lot of stuff that you cannot do. Um, there's a lot of stuff that's closed. You can't go out and party. Big, like, stop crying about it. Party at home. Drink, drink the fuck up at home. You're actually safer drinking at home than going out and drinking at a bar. You know, you don't have to drive drunk unless, of course, you want to go home. But, uh, you know, maybe you have a good friend that lets you spend the night or something. Uh, just be responsible. Wash your hands, guys. Um, keep your toilets and shit clean. Uh, stop giving oral sex. <laughs> Apparently, that was like uh, one thing that was talked about. No oral sex. No anal sex. Uh, you know, just... Peer missionary intercourse is what you guys should be doing if you are having sex at home. Um, keep your family safe. Keep your family safe. If you're going to the store, please be mindful that there are other people out there that need things like toilet paper and food and milk and eggs and stuff like that. You know, like, don't just go buy up the whole damn store. It, it's 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 frustrating, and I think it's, like, completely disrespectful to the next person who really, really needs it, especially for those who have kids. And I know there's a lot of selfish people out there that's like, oh, it's not my fault they have kids, and it's not my fault, you know, they got to take care of someone else that's, like, old or something. Like, you're right, it's not your fault, but just be mindful. Um, And for wrestling fans out there who are watching WrestleMania this weekend, uh, hopefully you guys are able to enjoy the show. I, myself, am actually going to have friends over to watch WrestleMania, so that's going to be enjoyable for me. Maybe, you know, I'm going to tell them like, hey, you know, let's cheer and boo and pretend like we're actually there because there's not anyone there. Um, I am buying a uh, WrestleMania 36 shirt that says I was not there. Um, I think that's a really cool shirt. Uh, but yeah, hope you hope you all enjoyed the podcast. Um, I'm, I'm just trying to find my footing with all this and get used to it. Um, I promise they will get better as I go along. Uh, I have a list written down of the upcoming podcast. So after this, of course, I will be touching on what happened at, at WrestleMania, um, plus the Raw after WrestleMania, uh, the SmackDown after WrestleMania, and uh, like what's going on with WWE as a whole after WrestleMania, what's going on with AEW, um, you know, because they have Double or Nothing coming up in May. How are they going to do that show? I'm going to talk about all the movies that were canceled or delayed, uh, video games that were delayed or canceled, um, you know, just a bunch of stuff that I want to touch on with this podcast. So hopefully you guys um, subscribe, whether it be through Spotify or Apple Podcasts or through the Anchor app. Um, And then, of course, somewhere down the line, I'm going to try to find a way to upload these to YouTube and you can listen that way. So anyways, this is a long podcast. This is a very long episode. So I'm going to stop talking. I hope you all enjoyed, and uh, we'll get together in the next one. Peace.